Do you want to see one of my swords? Yes, please. Don't mind me. I'm just going to have some Doritos. All right, I got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ready? Nice. Yeah. Here it comes. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. That's awesome. It's for my no. little golden kitty. Oh. Nice. Is it a letter no, up there? It is. It was my grandmother's. That's cool. But it is a sword. Right? So that's one of them. I got two more. Well, one's a dagger. Another one's a sword. But I'll just tease you with that one for now. Thank you for teasing. How many beers do you think Joe chugged? <laughs> yeah, Joe, how many beers have you had today? <laughs> only one. Only one. <laughs> only one. Only one. Joe's had only one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Mark buys that. On Sunday, our, our well, Rush Deep Dive, you know, we talked about the little permanent waves, the little chew bops. Yeah. I just, I oh, just yeah. got one. I just got one off of eBay. Still sealed. Did you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Do I get to read the, the yep. synopsis again? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Do I do that now? If you want. All right. The Omen, an American diplomat, Robert, adopts Damien when his wife, Catherine, delivers a stillborn child. After Damien's first nanny hangs herself, Father Brennan warns Robert that Damien will kill Catherine's unborn child. Shortly thereafter, Brennan dies, and Catherine miscarries with Damien when Damien pushes her off the balcony. As more people around Damien die, Robert investigates Damien's background and realizes he adopted, his adopted son may be the Antichrist. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Greetings! This is David DePay from Burgess Jail, and you are listening to Heavy Metal Horror! Stay tuned for more metal and horror! Yow! I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up? must come down, but not always. Yeah, I'm Chop Top and this one's heavy. And I'm Blood Letter. Letter of Blood. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's great. More of that. <laughs> and you are listening to Heavy, heavy Metal, metal. Horror Oh, I wish I had the music queued up. I've got the soundtrack. Do you? I do. Yeah. Um, It's a really great score by Jerry Goldsmith. Great. And you just bomb this part. I bet I could find it. Should we like, should we want me to find it? I think I I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you don't care. No, you don't care. Well, you uh, went from having it to I think I have it. Should I look for it? No, I. Don't I, know. I, I, I do. What do you think? <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll all show you yours if you show me mine. Right. Well, that's that's all you had to say. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Here we go. This is Ave Satani. Oh. <gasps> 
you hear it? Yep. Right on. Mm -hmm. Zombies eat me. Yes. We'll be the zombies. (laughs) Well, there it is. There. Yes. Ave Satani. Oh, yeah. A really great score there. Um, Very creepy. Yeah. Tonight's tonight's episode is about the omen. Um, a 1976 supernatural horror film directed by Richard Donner, of all people. I mean, he did the, all the the uh, Lethal Weapon movies and Superman, Superman 2, you know. It stars Gregory Peck and Lee Remick, David Warner. I love his character. And it's uh, about the birth of the Antichrist, you know. And this, this came a couple of years after the, you know, The Exorcist. And it kind of the Exorcist really well. I think before that, even Rosemary's Baby in 1968 started this supernatural focus on satanic elements in our society. And it didn't start it. There have been other films in the 40s about that, but this one became kind of trendy. You know, like these big names, big stars, big lavish productions. And I remember the first time I saw this movie just scared the shit out of me, you know? And uh, so I I will talk more about it, but Bloodletter, I want to hear more about what you have to say about the omen. Oh, you want to hear from me? I do want to hear from you. Oh my gosh. I loved it. Of course. I remember seeing it as a kid, you know, and um, just that first initial shock of where um, they're at the birthday party and the mother like walks over to the nanny and is like, you know, you almost think that she's doing it to um, the, sorry, the photographers are there and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is like, a, you know, such a huge function, you know, da, 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 da. Um, so I think she wanted to be in the spotlight besides the nanny. So she takes Damien away from the nanny and um, that first shocking moment where the nanny sees that one of the hellhounds and then she just goes up to the building and is like, I'm doing this for you, Damien. Mm-hmm. It's Damien. Look, it's all for you. It's all for you. Yeah. I have these lines memorized. It says it the way I do it. You know, okay, she yeah, said, right. Damien, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> all right. Yes, exactly. That's exactly yep. the line. And uh, <laughs> Guess what, Damien? I can bounce. <laughs> that's the line. That was the, that's in the, she was like, That's in the Appalachian <laughs> Hands up! <laughs> right. Ugh. Pop goes the weasel, Damien. Look at my hand. We go pop. Yeah. So, you know, that first initial shock, you're like, what? You know, wow. You know? Yeah. Well, besides the, besides the illegal adoption, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> In the monastery. The what? (laughs) The illegal adoption that happens in the monastery. Right, right. (laughs) But you know what? I I really wasn't paying attention in the beginning. And I was like, what, what, what happened? And I had to go back. But so then you realize, okay, yeah, you know, there's something wrong with this kid. 
yeah so you know and like you said you know with the exorcist and rosemary baby and stuff like this uh all these you know all of a sudden occult films and people questioning religion and all that stuff you know it's coming around and stuff it, so it is a you know an, another extreme movie of pushing people's uh personal beliefs and stuff so Although when they bring in the Bible, they always butcher it, except in The Exorcist, where they actually use the exorcism ritual. Because all the every priest in that movie you see, except for Karis, those were real priests. Um, yeah. yeah. Where in this one, where they had uh, when the Jews returned to Zion and something, something more, something man and Joe against yes. each other till man exists no more. more. It was from the Bible. It's like that's not in the Bible. I mean, come on. It's all you had to do was like look up some real prophecies. There's all kinds of crazy shit in there. Right. Just find something, you know, or say something like <laughs> it was in a text written at the same time in the Bible or a text rejected by the Bible or, you know, found in the Dead Sea Scrolls or whatever. You know, you could have done something along those lines. Um, text according but, to blood letter. Yes. Saint blood letter, patron saint of blah. Um, I think it was my great grandfather that gave those Bible verses. <laughs> nice. You know, I, you know, I, I think the, the most outstanding thing about this is, and Montag, was this wrote off off a novel as well, or was this just? Uh, it was. And- it was written by David Seltzer. Um, he's a screenwriter. I, I don't okay. know much about it. Otherwise, um, let me see if I can find something about it. Yeah, the motion picture. The idea about the started with um, Bob Munger, um, okay. a friend of Bernhard, Harvey Bernhard, who said uh, it was just an idea that he had. Then he was considered by Warner Brothers, who thought it might be ideal for Oliver Reed. Um, and then... Uh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. I could see him doing it because he did the burnt offerings in 76. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, he could have, I think he could have pulled it off. Um but anyway, they um, apparently Richard Donner wanted a more ambiguous reading of the script, where it would have been left for the audience to decide whether Damien was the Antichrist, or or these are all just a string of events. And then, but Seltzer rejected that and said, "No, we want an Antichrist," um, and uh, all the deaths were the caused by the malevolent power of Satan. So that's that's what they went with. But so it was not pulled from an. You know, uh, so then, yeah, thank you. Thank you. you know, the, the one thing that it stuck with me, like Bloodletter said, you know, that one, that first shocking scene of the nanny. But there, you know, around that whole time, there was that satanic panic. There was about satanic cults, you know, America mm-hmm. widespread, and all these beliefs going on. And that was really the, it really started to burn, you know, even to early 80s. And that died off. But yeah. it makes you wonder if these movies perpetuated. Some of that well, I remember that in the eighties, not so much in the seventies, um, but I do remember it being a big thing in the eighties. Uh, you know, I know, I know uh, Dreadbull wants to do a whole episode on that. So we could definitely cover that, all those things that were okay. going on, you know, with record burnings and dungeons and dragons and all that jazz. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, the Omen has some really creepy moments. Uh, it did really well at the box office. I mean, it cost 2.8 million to make. And it brought in like sixty-one million. Um, so, of course, they're going to say, "Well, shit, we just made twenty times our money. Let's make some more." You know, hands up, blood letter, go ahead. So when uh, Munger went up to Bernhard to pitch this idea, he also warned him 
that he thought the devil didn't want us to make this picture. Mm. So they uh, they said in a later interview, both Munger and Bernhard recalled how they predicted the curse in their early moments. Uh, Munger recalls his words of warning. I said, if you make this movie, you're going to have some problems. If the devil's greatest single weapon is to be invisible and you're going to do something which is going to take away his invisibility to millions of people, he's not going to want this to happen. Bernhard recalled. The devil was at work and he didn't want this film made. But he pitched it anyways, and they did it. Right. Wow. But so then Hmm. they say that, like, you know, uh, Gregory Peck's son had shot himself in the head in June of 1975, just two months before the first day on set, uh, when he flew to, when Peck flew to uh, London for the role. His uh, plane was struck by lightning. A few weeks later, executive. Mark Newfield boarded a flight from LA. His plane was also struck by lightning and he referred to this experience as the roughest five minutes I've ever had on an airliner. Um, So there was like car accidents and uh, they were going to have this film crew do some aerial shots. And at the last minute they changed um, production people, you know, and the plane ended up crashing and, killing everybody on board wow wow so there was there's a whole bunch of other like things like that so it always makes you think like every time there's a film made about the devil there's always going to be about our show with the exorcist and all those things cursed films you know Hmm. has series of shutter about yeah you wonder sometimes circumstantial or what but there's there's a lot of movies made about the devil since then and before that i don't remember anything happening with omen 2 omen 3 or omen 4 all kinds of so was it a marketing i mean why not use it as such i mean just like what part of you know there was a curse on king cut's tomb and that made people want to come see it you know in the theaters or you know in in the in the museums where it was at you know but I, I kind of doubt that, you know. I'm, I don't think the devil's that bad of a guy. I think he's just been maligned. <laughs> yeah. You know, just kind of like bad, Frankenstein. Yeah, he's been given a bad rap. You know, I, I, I don't know. My guess is that the devil was probably more like an, you know, like the whole Prometheus character. You know, bringing the light, mm. light bearer, bringing wisdom. Like Prometheus brought fire, you know, from the from the gods and gave it to humanity and was punished. It's just another Satan, just a, another you know extension of that. He brought wisdom and knowledge to the people on Earth, so they wouldn't be so damn ignorant. They wouldn't know that they were naked. Um, and he says, "I'm going to help you out, so you're not so fucking stupid." And you know, then he's like punished. Oh, he's a bad guy. But my guess, he's probably just an extraterrestrial. You know, like all the gods were when they were <laughs> back when they were visited. I totally uh, I like Albert. Well, I can accept yeah, any of that. Yeah, right. why not? It's all, it's you know, they were just misinterpreted technology and just, and made yeah. out to be gods because we're ignorant. Back so let's, to let's, the old let's start talking about guys. Yeah, let's start talking about our um, well, our the cast. Yeah, well, the favorite it's moments. I mean, the, 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 the nanny jumping out and killing herself. I love. I think the scene. I also maybe my second favorite scene of the whole movie uh, is the one where. Um, David Warner's character, Keith Jennings, the photographer, he and Robert Thorne are out 
and they're photography, you know, they're looking for demon in the, in the Middle East and this, this truck carrying oh. all these sheets of glass kind of like rolls out. One of my other ones. Yeah. The plate of glass <laughs> comes out and cuts Jennings head off, you know, I've, and it's just, you know, there's like three shots of it. This is rolling head. I remember Chop Top, you and I laughing, watching this. We had to rewind it like three <laughs> yeah, or four times to watch it. But what makes this so effective is, though, they built into this where the photographer, Jennings, uh, has, you know, sees these images on the film that he shoots at the party. You know, like the image yeah. of where he shoots the nanny, and there's this kind of like noose-like figure, or, you know, the, the priest who gets killed gets impaled with a you know, spear falling from the cathedral you know and he has this image of himself like something cutting his head off so there's this device where they bring him like oh my god it's really real you're just waiting for it to happen and then it does and it does so fantastically so i'll I'll save i'll save my third one until after you guys you know all right one of my other favorite terrifying moments is in the graveyard when they're looking for that's my number three i knew it probably would have been uh, mm-hmm. those dogs, the hounds of hell right there. And just the, the, the setting, the lighting, the mood uh, at that point, the movie terrifying, just mm-hmm. scary. This movie still scares the hell out of me. Just right, right up there with the exorcist for me. Yeah, and I tell you that scene was mm-hmm. just like, Oh my God, it's not like as they're never going to get out of there. They're going to rip the thread. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not as in your face. It's, it's a more subtle building of tension. And horror that kind of builds right. and builds. But I, I do love that scene in the in the cemetery there, the little graveyard. But you can obviously tell it's a set in a way. I mean, you, the lighting's different. You can obviously tell it's a set as opposed to everything else in the movie. But there's something about that that I like. Like I'm okay with that. I know it's a big graveyard mm-hmm. set. It doesn't bother me at all. It's still scary no. as hell. The re- revelation of the jackal, you know, or the no. dead baby, you know, in there they had killed it. They had murdered his child, and then there was this jackal. You know, like, the, what the fuck, a jackal? And I, as a kid, I'm like, what the hell is all this, you know? <laughs> and as we know, and, 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 you know, the Trouble, Trouble song, you know, that, um, you know, that the whole idea was the lyrics are, beware the son of Satan, born of a jackal. So I think, you yeah. know, Eric, Eric, like he said, whatever he watches, he writes music like he did with Poltergeist, Run to the Light. He must have watched The Omen and remembered that always because it's not in the Bible, you know, but this no. jackal thing. So he must have just, you know, watch this movie and like oh i'm gonna write about that (laughs) what's another scene for you that really got you blood letter i think just the ending of it uh well towards the end when he when he has damien and he's rushing to the church and then he has him on the altar and he's you know just like you know can i do this you know just in you know the the boy starts pleading for his life like daddy don't do this you know but he knows he's the only one that can do it you know it's just like wow, how could you do that? You know, you see the sweet in his face. He's the Antichrist. What do you do? You know, so. Because he's killed your wife, an, an onboard baby. He's had a, all these murders wrapped around him, you know. But he's and, just such a, it's, it's such a, wrapped in an innocent presence, you know. So yeah. it's like, as a parent, you know, you're like, oh my God, you know. And I think the other one was too, uh, is where he finds the 666. You know, he's like, well, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see it. Right, I know everything right. about him. And then mm-hmm. he cut his hair, you know. And then just see the six 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 there, you know. You're like, oh, you know, oh my god, it is, you know. And yeah. 
it took me a couple times watching it before I could see that there were the sixes. Like it wasn't very clear, even though they slowed the film stock down and you could see it slowed down. It wasn't right. as apparent. They're kind of like stacked like, on top of each other, weren't they? Yeah, That's how yeah I, in a circle, like three of them sticking out. I'm like the yeah, help yeah. me, you know, when when in the Exorcist where Reagan's belly itself out, like, help me. It's like yeah. bam, like six, six, six. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Right on. Go ahead, I was gonna um. Oh, John. Let, let's talk about the cast too. Just yeah. phenomenal. What a casting job. Mm-hmm. And even that uh the the maid or whatever live in she came in later and she came that's, the that's mrs mrs baylock really yeah. white law right yeah oh is there are a couple scenes in that film that just are terrifying what a performance yeah by her and her look is very creepy especially when she shows up at the hospital you know um mm-hmm. when when lee remick's character is recovering from the fall in her house you know damien knocks her off the banister she falls but then yep. like she's recovering at the hospital she's trying to get dressed to get back home and then she turns around and she's got that kind of like the, the gauzy like ness of her gown over her face and there's mrs blaylock or face. you know right there really like and it's like oh fuck you know and then she's yeah. out the, the eyes yeah yeah it's just Ooh. like frankenstein man he's just satan's gotta throw everybody out the window what is up with that <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the windows. The devil don't lock them. That's why I sleep on the a, bottom floor. Yeah, right. No windows. But a tremendous. I mean, my God, you can't. That was a great casting job right, right there. Oh, yeah. Lee yeah. Remick's always been, known, you know, and well, of course, you know, you know, just I thought those additional, those subparts and everything. And Mrs. Blaylock was terrifying. It was not just yeah. that moment. It's when she's, uh, Robert comes back to the house and she attacks him. Because she knows she, you know, he's going to take Damien. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, oh dog and stuff. right. Oh yeah, vicious. yeah. She just runs, runs, jumps on his back, and all those things. Yeah, it's terrifying. Um, and then he had like an ice pick and a turkey fork, and it's like and he stabs her with a turkey fork, and she couldn't even get it out. She broke the handle off, uh, and the turkey yeah. neck was still like right in their turkey neck. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Dinner's cool. done. I know. I was like, okay, now we've had a electric knife and let's see what other kind of gadgets are we going to kill with? You know, going back to electric yeah. knife with what movie was that? Texas What's Chainsaw 2, TCM 2. So, right. yep. yeah. yeah, I was like, kitchen utensils. I always wanted to, get, I, I wanted to bring one out every Thanksgiving <laughs> just so I'm reminded of that or play that scene when I'm cutting the turkey, just like everyone wants to know. Yep, there it is. We're going to peel that bird really and slice him thick. I really felt bad for David Warner's character. I mean, here he yeah, is. Yeah, I really liked everything him. He can to help Robert out, and yeah, what a horrible end. And yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was unpleasant. I mean, hysterically mm-hmm. unpleasant. Uh, but yeah. I like the character, yeah. you know, and because he believes from the beginning a lot longer than it takes Robert Thorne, you know, Peck's character to to believe. And I like the uh, Father Brennan. You know, he shows up at Thorne's office, the one who gets speared, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And who's trying to, you know, say, because if you look, you look at that character, you know, they go into his room and they see all the Bible pages and stuff. And you look at that character. And I believe that was the first original Antichrist because he had the, also had the tattoos on the marks on his on his body somewhere, didn't he? Oh. I think so. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Yeah. I, th- I think that's right. So like, oh, then what happened? Like you're born. Okay. You're born the Antichrist. And then what does he choose to like, not do it? Like, no, I'm going to become a priest and therefore not going to, 
I mean, you know, how does that work? That was never explained. I'd like to see more about that. No, I'd you like know? to hear. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, and they 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 bring up the some of the the stuff in Revelation, um, the you know the prophecy about the end times and the Antichrist, and and they all, but they were they were talking about how from the eternal sea he rises, meaning the sea of politics you know, the world of politics. I remember when I was in this very fundamentalist legalistic church in the eighties, um, that they also thought that now I thought, well, either the omen has influenced, you know, Christian theology and doctrine, or that this was something that was growing this idea that was big. Cause I think our church was into this thing called dominionism where you have to preach the gospel to the world and save it, you know, make it ready for God. And that was part of the where the belief was of where the Antichrist was going to come was going to be a political leader that mm-hmm. came out of the remnants of Alexander the Great's you know uh, empire, you know the revised Roman Empire and all that jazz. So I can't. And they said uh, most two right. subjects you don't talk about politics and religion. And then we have it both right. of them right right here mm-hmm. in a very no, creepy let's, movie. Let's look at the child actor. What a phenomenal job is Damien. I mean that. Yeah, was Harvey Spencer Stevens. Yeah. yeah, yes. He uh, he got a Golden Globe nomination for that. Oh, did he? Yeah, wow. he did. I'm not sure what else he's done since. They uh, can't. Um, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He kind of just like disappeared. Like he. Well, he did a couple. Of then roles. he did. He did uh, yeah. Then when they the Savage, brought... and then the Omen, the remake in 20, 2006. He did. A, he was a tabloid yeah. reporter. Go ahead, Blood yeah. Brother. Sorry. Well, okay. that's what mm. I was going to say, but you took the words right out of my mouth so eloquently. Oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, for the longest uh, time, they were like, then nobody knew what happened to him. And then he just like reappeared and redid did a part in a Omen remake. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that, that look at the end and just his whole role throughout the performance was, I mean, can you imagine in a horror film being that young? And we talk, you look at child actors, you know, a lot of things. We, we talk about, you know, Reagan, you know, an exorcist. You talk about how, how traumatic that had to be. And of course, she suffered injury in that. But imagine, I mean, a child actor and I mean, a hor- horrific film and witnessing this stuff, even though it's special effects and there's all this stuff, going, how terrifying. Mm-hmm. And, and to keep yourself and your composure enough to put on that kind of performance. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. In, the, in this movie, there's really not a lot of special effects at all, uh, other than like the, the right. practical effects of, of the hanging, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, but, you know, the trained animals. But otherwise, it's pretty, well, the, the beheading, you know, but otherwise, it's, it's pretty <laughs> right. straightforward. But yeah, as a kid, I'm assuming, you know, I'm not sure how the casting was brought about. I'm sure not by him, you know, uh, his parents probably yeah. brought him in. And, uh, I'm just trying to imagine my parents would not have done that for me. You know, even if I'd wanted to, they'd have been like, no, nah, it's just so much effort. <laughs> I think they could have shielded him for most of it until like the part at the end, you know, like why is this well, guy holding you me down? Walk, well, I think you have to walk through it. I mean, you know, he's old enough to, to comprehend what's going on. Um, and as a movie, you know, you probably knows every day that it's fake and there's a script and, and they probably explained to him. I'm sure, I'm sure Gregory Peck was like, you know, hanging out with him saying, okay, now I'm going to be grabbing you. I'm going to be like holding you right. down. Your job is to scream and be upset. And, you know, like the, I'm sure that, you know, you're dealing with a child, but he's not like, you know, doesn't understand, but uh, just to make sure that he understands it's fake. And, 
and you know play acting but he did a great job um oh my gosh i mean yeah i mean look when they got to the church and he, yeah he that's a great scene screaming and like oh my gosh and calling it mom and ugh. see i tried that the week after i saw this movie the next sunday i tried that we're driving to church i get close to it. i start screaming ah but <laughs> but because we belong to a fundamentalist church they just brought me in and prayed on me and i'm like oh right. <laughs> well god damn it <laughs> I, gotta stay in, I gotta stay in church for one more week and hear about how bad I am and how I'm not worth God's love. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank oh, you man. for condemning me. Right, yeah. They, you know. Hate me, zombies. Oh no, that's wrong. <laughs> Lyrics, wrong song. <laughs> yeah, the pacing of this of this movie is it's it's got a '70s pacing, but it builds. You know, and and if it's a movie where you enjoy the ride and you're you're happy to take that, you don't mind it. Yeah, you know, you, you don't at all. And it it may feel a little slow, but it builds on itself. And as as children of the '70s growing up, watching these kinds of movies, I'm perfectly fine knowing it's going to be a little slow, and I'm okay right. with the journey. You know, getting there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure about how you guys felt about that. But... No, I I I never got tired the pacing it didn't bother me at all i was so intent on everything that was going on and watch this little boy and how things were developing as, as like the story great story is a great story we talked about with the universal last mm-hmm. episode but i yeah i didn't mind it at all and boy it still still terrifies me mm-hmm. to this day it's right up it's right up there with the exorcist for me oh yeah yeah it's it's a creepy it's a creepy movie. The The sequels are less successful, um, especially number two. Number three is pretty bad. I haven't seen the, f- the yeah. fourth one. Um, but by then, it's like, eh, you know, it's just not, not as, not as creepy. I know. We, I know. My, like me and you, we love, we love Omen too, because we slow down that one shower. The chick gets killed by the semi. Right. Splatter. Well, you know, yeah. that's always yeah, fun. The, the pecking her eyes out or whatever. So, yeah. That's just, you know, the truck hits her and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a rewind spot, you know. But even as a kid, again, growing up in the church, I knew all this prophecy and, you know, it was preached at me from the get-go. My thought was, why are you trying to kill the Antichrist? If the birth of the Antichrist signals the return of Jesus to come back and save the church and all the rapture and all the good people go to good heaven, and I mean, why the fuck are you going to kill him? You should be happy that the Antichrist is born because it means your God's coming back to save you. You know, I mean, if we're talking biblical theology and doctrine, right, and then, right. or this fundamentalist Christian doctrine. And that's why, even as a kid, I'm like, why? He's evil. I get it. But the, the church should be fucking happy. Like, hey, the Antichrist is here. Get ready. Jesus is coming back. You know, hands up. Jesus is coming. You know? <laughs> So I, ah, yeah. there you go not to yeah. offend your sensibilities blood letter but i just as a kid i i was still aware of that like why would they be bothering shouldn't they shouldn't they be happy yeah i don't know uh oh. let's see what else can we just, talk about exorcists we talked about or the roman um the, the score is terrifying it's really creepy the yeah. actors are all great and it builds on itself to a, a really I don't know, satisfying finish, but I guess it's that you couldn't kill the Antichrist. You know, he has to live on 
because the devil's work is here. If they kill the Antichrist, you're like, well, right, whatever's going to happen. Yeah, devil's going to have to try again. Oh, that darn yeah. Satan! You know, can't figure no, but it that's out. That's even. I mean, that's even creepy too. You know, like when you're at the end, when they're like, you know, oh, thank you for coming, Mr. President, and then, you know, then the the camera pans out, and then you see that now the president has the little boy. He's taking over the, you know. Yeah. taking care of the boy and damien's like got, then you're like got that grant. yeah he looks right at the camera yeah and smiles like yes. yeah, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. right very satisfying yes. yeah tremendous film that score a, is creepy too that's a yeah, fantastic the whole movie score. is really fun and when it's on i'll record it i'll watch it you know I, i'll watch it a few times and i i enjoy the the build-up same thing like when they're in the an, at the animal park. You know, all the animals go crazy because here's Satan. They don't know what to do with it. You know, they're all jumping on the car. The monkeys are attacking the car, you know. And uh, <laughs> that's another like, scene I was going to bring up, Montag. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's another scene. Yeah, there's some great, great scenes in here. Love that's that. another part of the curse is the, the light or the um, animal trainer a couple of days later after they shot that film. Uh, that part, um, a lion grabbed him by his head and just shook him around and killed him. So that's wow. another part of the curse and white that movie should have not been made. So if I start shooting a movie about the devil, yes, something bad's going to happen. Okay. He doesn't want you to do it. He told you me. know the thing is, the devil was like, "Don't let that Montag." Well, why should make he any more hour and forty-five minute films? <laughs> I want yeah. to kill people. Don't make him kill people. Well, better. I'm gonna make a fucking. I'm gonna release a four-hour version of Monster Party Beach. And you're gonna love it. Uh, well, I'm thinking if I'm the devil, why should I care? If I have all the superpower, if I was number two in heaven and all this jazz and all this power, what what the hell should I care? What people are making a movie about me? You know, I, I know that's the whole thing. I know it's like getting the word out, right? I think people under have known about the devil since. The church invented him in the Middle Ages, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, eh, he's been around for five, six hundred years. He's all right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, yeah. I have yet to see him, guy. You know. Well, you know, they always say if you can't pick out the person that's a jerk in your group, you got to look in the mirror. So, if you can't pick out Satan in your group, maybe you should look in the look, mirror. I'd be happy to be Satan. <laughs> maybe you seriously. Are. I mean, just think of the chicks. <laughs> and I, the didn't, yeah, I didn't get the chicks right <laughs> i mean if you got all the power in the world to to be satan just like they mm-hmm. were playing with Why with not? the show lucifer you know that was kind of fun for a season then it just stopped being fun you know I, i'm gonna use it i'm gonna be like the wealthiest guy on the planet i'm gonna have like all the chicks laying around i'm gonna be controlling the governments and like fucking with all the bad people and doing everything I want to do because I'm Satan. Who's well, going to stop me? You know, when they, they did the Antichrist thing and was it in the, in the American horror story, the, with the witches and the, the Antichrist. Oh, one, the what was yeah. it? apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I had such hope for that. I'm thinking, Oh, it's the fucking Antichrist. And he turns out to be this like weenie, like, Antichrist. <laughs> really? You're gonna let a couple witches <laughs> you're the fucking antichrist. Grow a set of fucking nuts and do something. <laughs> see, that, but see that's that's the that's the route for American horror stories, and they like 
they start off so good and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like the best storyline. And then they get yeah. too many storylines. They all get twisted and it just turns out like a dumb flop. It peters yeah. out. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I think we need to do an episode on American Horror Story because no. there are some of them. I <laughs> <agree>. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, I like oh. some of the seasons. I think some of the seasons are really good. Uh, the first one was yeah. good. The first. Don't and... pull your wad. We're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a show about. I it. like the second. And don't I like the blow third. Your wad. Chop, and, chop. Uh, don't blow your wad. I like 1984. <laughs> don't blow your Sorry. wad. I do your like 484. Stop blowing your wads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh great. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get Let's, to those kitties. Yeah, I definitely um, want to talk to viewers it. out there. I'm going to give a little <laughs> forewarning. Do not watch the fucking remake of this movie. It's got fucking awful. So thank you. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I heard about that. Why would you? Oh. Why? They had. Um, well, here's it's because here's the movie made in 1976 and no one under 30 is going to watch it because it's too old. We gotta okay. go to that age centric. We gotta get them in. You know, I'm pulling the younger viewers and but, why yeah. mess with a classic again? Yeah, age old I, question. I'm happy to say that I've not watched any of those remakes. Um, you know, you can't top you. you can't top the fog, or nope. You know, you can't top. I didn't even know they remade that. Yeah, the fog, Halloween, oh. Friday Thirteenth, all these like seminal movies. I just can't rewatch them. Bad. Evil Dead. I think I, bad. I think I rewatched uh, or uh, did the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I just I couldn't handle it. Oh yeah, the one with Jessica Biel. You know, I mean, she I looked great. Know. Yeah, but they got rid of the the main element that makes TCM scary. There's no more. They're not cannibals. I'm like, well, what the fuck are right. they doing here? Yeah, we talked like, about that in our show. By the way, yeah. our viewers, you can catch that on uh, YouTube. Uh, well, that was TCM too, but we haven't. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, we talk about the remakes. Yeah, they, they didn't do any cannibalism in, in the remake. Well, no, guys, we do have to have. I know we're getting off course here, but we do have to have a show about remakes and stuff in our yeah, thoughts. And let's do it. And I, Here's here, yeah. Spoiler alert: They're gonna suck. <laughs> There's only been a couple of remakes that have been worth worth anything. You know, so yes. I'd be happy. I mean, I'd be happy to sit there for an hour and talking about how bad some of these movies suck. Let's just but talk not, about the good remakes. But I've not seen them. That's the thing. It's like yeah. I saw I saw ten minutes of the yeah. remake of Dawn of the Dead. I'm like, no, no, useless. I the only remake that I thought was truly good was the thing. That was it. I've not oh. seen another remake that has been equally as as good as the you know Bram Stoker's Dracula. I really loved. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but Trump otherwise, the thing is the litmus, litmus test, man. I mean, that's yeah. the pantheon right there. Well, you, you go back to the source material, and mm. the source material is really good. You go back to the original short story or the novella. Who goes there? And you you mine that for all the stuff that they didn't include in the thing for another world, which is one of my favorite movies of all yeah. time. Yeah, There's nothing wrong. They're both great that. versions. <laughs> but the thing, thirty years after the thing with Kurt Russell, man, God. Yeah, and I I didn't even mind the prequel that came out twenty some years after that, thirty years after that. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, okay, it's on TV, it's free. All right, I'll give it a shot. I'm like, oh, this doesn't suck shit like I thought it would. Like, yeah, all right. (laughs) You know. Oh man, Planet of the Apes. I guess we could talk about. Yeah, I thought the the remake, the first remake, was pretty good. Yeah. 
Well, we've gotten real off course, but I think yeah, people get a right. what the omen is. And you know, if they're still watching, is. thanks so much. Satan thanks you. <laughs> oh, we got viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for all everyone. Thank you for all the viewers uh, and, and listeners um, for making our show grow. We really appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to find w- where they can find us. As soon as I pull up, I forgot to pull up where they can find us. Well, you can usually find in the drunk in a dumpster behind the Seven Eleven. Oh, you meant the is show. It Saturday. Wait a minute, is this Saturday? You meant the show. You didn't mean where you find me. Yeah, got it. Why? I I don't know where to find you. Where can we find you, Bloodletter? Drunk <laughs> oh. behind a dumpster behind Seven Eleven. <laughs> nice. Which one? You know how many Seven Elevens I've looked at <laughs> trying to find you. You can't just say the dumpster. Um, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna work out well. Really Set us yeah. out. All right, uh, you can Let find. Know. Yeah, I forgot to do this last episode. I can't. I gotta keep on remembering to do this. You can find heavy metal horror on unsaneradio.com. You can listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. And on our brand new YouTube page, if you're watching, you're on it. Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. And if you want to write to us, write to us at heavymetalhorror at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear some email or money, something like that. You know, location, locations of good dumpsters that we can find blood letter in. So questions. Uh, Any or, questions or yeah. right. movie suggestions? Costume right. suggestions Just for suggestions. us. Yeah. If you want to be a guest. No, upcoming topics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I, I want to get a Tinkerbell <laughs> costume for Blood Letter. So. Uh, <laughs> and one for Chop Chop. Yes. Yeah, I got to have one too, my pink tutu. Yes. yes. So when I sing Someday My Prince Will Come, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, All right. That's right. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. And Chop Top. And Blood Letter. And you've been listening to. Heavy metal. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>